from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. It is the G and Ursula Show. Happy Fresh Fridays. Ursula, no, I ain't going to lie to you. That 9 o'clock hour took a long time. It did. I was going to say it went by very quickly for it, me, it but I think it's because you were off the last two days. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I this is at, Monday as far as you're yeah, concerned. Yeah, I looked yeah. at that clock. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> and it, did you stay up really late last night? Did you get any good sleep? I didn't. No. So maybe right. that would have. No, I think I got decent sleep. Okay. Yeah, I got decent okay. sleep. Yeah. Well, we'll make this 10 o'clock hour fly on by. How's that? Let's go. Uh, and we're going to start because uh, we have a very special guest. What's new at 10? And this is the time that we introduce our friend, Michael Medved, nearly lifelong conservative. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. We have so much to get into, so we're going to start right away. As you know, the U.S. Supreme Court heard oral arguments in a case that will determine whether the former president, Donald Trump, can be removed from the Colorado ballot based on the 14th Amendment insurrection clause. A lot of eyes on this case. If you had to be a betting man, what what is your thought on this? I don't think there's any question. It looks like it's going to be a nine to nothing uh, vote on the Supreme Court when they actually hand down a decision. And the vote will be in Trump's favor. The, the whole idea of allowing a state to decide a federal matter like that, a single state, uh, especially when there has been no adjudication yet about whether he is guilty of uh, being an insurrectionist. Uh, the entire case was flimsy and difficult, and it's going to be a big win for Trump. Um, I, now, I, it was not a good uh, 48 hours for our current president, uh, Joe Biden. And uh, in case people aren't aware, so he had a last minute news conference last night and he was defending his memory and his ability to do the job as president. And it came just hours after the release of a special counsel's report on his handling of classified documents after he left the vice presidency. And in that counsel report, uh, they were not recommending charges against Biden, but it did refer to him as an elderly man with a poor memory. And in trying to defend himself, Michael, he kind of did himself a disservice last night. Yes, there's no question about it. I mean, he, what he did is he uh, confused Egypt and Mexico, <laughs> which is uh, embarrassing. And again, uh, you feel for him. What do you, what do, you do? If you're Joe Biden, I mean, I I think what people would say he should do is step out of the race and uh, give people some kind of non-memory challenged uh, alternative to Donald Trump. But uh, I think this is very serious last night. He was so indignant. He was so passionate. I've got no trouble with my memory. And then he uh, referred to President al-Sisi of Mexico, Hmm. which is... (laughs) Oops. Actually, Egypt. Yeah. I mean, the the fact is, okay. at least he knows the name of the president of Egypt. And uh, again, I don't... I don't know how well Trump 
would do on any of this because he made a lot of confusions now recently too, confusing Nancy Pelosi uh, with a, a false charge against Nancy Pelosi. But however, he named her as Nikki Haley uh, five times mm-hmm. in his rant. So this just highlights something that I think that you, uh, Ursula, and G, and I, and everybody agrees. We need a better choice well, for president I, in 2024 I, I than I, either Biden or Trump. Yeah, I don't—look, the reason why Biden is here in the, in the first place, by, in my opinion, Joe Biden wouldn't have been here. If it weren't for when South Carolina, back when he was running, they were like, look, the only way to defeat Donald Trump is going to be Joe Biden. None of these candidates are going to be able to defeat him. And oh, by the way, right now, another upcoming presidential election is coming. And the only way to defeat Donald Trump would be Joe Biden. So speaking of that and other candidates, I want to ask you this. Nikki Haley right now has lost 139 of 141 counties. Why is she still in the race? And if the reason you're going to give is because the money that she gets from big donors goes into her pack, I would totally understand. No, I don't think that's why. I, I think that there are so many... Uh, cases, legal cases pending against Trump. No, not the one that would have uh, kept him from the ballot in Colorado. Uh, That case is not really uh, representing any kind of threat to President Trump. But if he is uh, convicted uh, with the case that now looks like it's going to come forward, the case with uh, prosecutor Jack Smith that takes a look at his role in the January 6th riots, if he is found guilty of any of those charges for which he's been indicted, uh, I think there will be a very strong desire on the part of a lot of Republicans to have a less damaged candidate for president. And she's hoping to be able to hang on uh, long enough to represent a coherent plan B. However, that when she loses in Nevada, as she did this week, uh, running against none of the above, yes. none of the above was twice as popular as uh, Nikki Haley was. Uh, she herself seems to have weaknesses as a candidate. Mm. And look, this <laughs> this whole situation is unprecedented and people are talking seriously again about a no labels candidate about robert f kennedy jr uh being a serious candidate uh, polling close to 20 percent in many of the polls uh we are in uncharted territory yes yes we are and and one more thing before ursula goes in a nine o'clock hour we were talking about boeing Boeing has been in the news a lot. And Boeing now is making drastic changes right now, right? Because we all know what happened in early January, right? So they're making all of these changes, which there are a lot of former and current Boeing employees that are saying, I've been saying this for a long time, a long time. And then Ursula and I were talking about how most companies in corporate America don't make a pivot and change until they are forced to. So I want to talk about the Republican Party. And it sounds like you're saying this. 
The only way the Republican Party will make a pivot and a change away from Donald Trump is if that man is convicted of crimes. So you're telling me that the man that has all of these indictments against him, he has all of these things against him right now, and you're telling me the Republican Party still values that man as the number one candidate. Am I wrong? You're wrong because you're right that the majority of Republican voters appear to be taking that position. But when you talk about the Republican Party, uh, look, I I was struck by the fact that Kathy McMorris Rogers, who in many regards is the most influential and prestigious and important Republican in the state, she's quitting. Did She's she, leaving her post. And is that is, is, is there a reason? I was going to ask you about that. Is there a reason uh, that she's doing it that maybe we're not seeing? Or is Would it you just, like to be working with Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene? Would you Would you want that job? No, the answer I, would be no. Hey, I, hey, Michael, I just want to let you know, fam. I've been doing this radio game a long time. I love the way you switched gears on that, and you could not tell me that I'm wrong. Let me say, let me ask it again. Does the re- majority of the Republican Party that are voting, do they choose Donald Trump? Yes or no? Yes, a majority of Republican voters, voters choose Donald that, Trump. That, that's all. But if you talk about office holders, it's different. It is different, and, and I do, do you think that's though a if there were the party. yeah I was gonna say if there were more office holders who had the guts to actually speak out against him, that it would be better for the Republican Party or not? Yes, of course it would. Uh, right now, also announced today was Larry Hogan, who is one of the most outspoken anti-Trump Republicans. He retired after two terms as governor; he was term limited in Maryland. And he had 77% approval rating, the highest approval rating in any governor in the country. Mm -hmm. He's announced he's running for Senate. And he's not running for Senate to work hand in glove with Trump. He's uh, running for Senate to represent. Well, for instance, those 18 members of the U.S. Senate who were Republicans who uh, countermanded Trump. They're not going along with his viewpoint on aid to Ukraine and aid to Israel. They're going forward to provide that emergency aid because this is an important issue. And that's not quite a majority of the Republican members of the Senate, but it's enough to get it through, get the 60 votes they need together with the Democrats in the U.S. Senate. It's an encouraging bit of news. I mean, look, hey, hey. It is, actually. You know, um, when, when I've been dumped in my life and flat out just dumped, I can look down at my pair of shoes and say, well, you know what? I got a nice pair of shoes on. I can look at the bright side. And Michael, <laughs> you know what? I respect you, brother, because you're to the point where you're like, gee, I'm not going to let you back me into a corner. I'm going to tell you about these other good things. But just remember, that's, a, that's voting, a matter of survival. Voting matters. And the only way that we are able to judge and have an opinion is based upon the voters. The Republican voters in certain states will vote for no name over a name. How crazy is that? How in the world did Nikki Haley lose to no name? And Nikki Haley would do really well against President Biden. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know what I think happened no in Nevada? No Let name. me tell you what happened Yeah, there. what happened? Is that so many people look at Biden and they look at Trump 
and they think none of the above. So when people were looking at the ballot in Nevada, a lot of people who don't like Trump and don't like Biden and they just saw that you could vote for none of the above. I think that's part of why that got 63 percent of the vote in Nevada. If Lillian, my wife leaves me for no name. Hey, hey, baby, I'm leaving you. Who you leave me for? No name. <laughs> you know, you'll hit rock bottom. OK, Yeah. well, it, it probably wouldn't be as feel as insulting if she chose Donald Trump ahead of. Uh, no name. Uh, Michael, one of the top, if not the top uh, issues for Republicans is border security, I believe, in many polls. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going. So yeah, I guess no. the question would be, why did Republican senators kill that border security deal that they, in fact, were demanding? Because uh, by they were many... all afraid of getting primaried by Trump. Again, I mean, look at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, if it, it, they, they switched, they had been saying, we're not going to do the aid to uh, Ukraine and Israel unless there's border security. So the Democrats said, OK, let's add border security. We had the toughest border security bill yes. ever had introduced. And, yeah, and, and, and who, who was it written by? I mean, and it was written by James Langford, who one of the is? most conservative members of the Senate from Oklahoma. So yes. what happened? What happened? It was endorsed pastor. by the Border Patrol Union. So what happened? Correct. Like, what's the reason? Wait, it's not going through. What happened? Because Trump would rather have oh. a an issue to exploit than to help the country. There's and a Donald that, Trump that, again. That, if, if there isn't any uh, other reason you can find, that alone should be enough reason for anyone to vote against him. Because this is a guy who looks at a crisis, it's acknowledged as a crisis, and here's an attempt bipartisan uh, by leaders of your own party to try to make things better. And you blow it away because you'd rather have this interview to use to beat Joe Biden over the head. So why does it work? Why does it work? Why, why is the Republican Party saying, OK, we're going to listen to you, Donald? Why does that happen? Because for people in the mainstream, the Republican Party, who were tempted uh, to support this border bill, people like James Langford, he doesn't want Trump to declare him a rhino and to commit to going after him in some kind of primary. I mean, this is this is what happened to Jamie Herrera Butler uh, here in our state. Mm -hmm. And remember Joe Kent, who's running again, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was that was what happens to people who in the Republican Party at the moment who take a more reasonable mainstream point of view and are not part of this MAGA universe. He just be taking y'all lunch money, huh? He just be seeing y'all in the Ursula. He see you in the hallway and give me give me your sandwich. <laughs> I love cheese analogies. Give me your sandwich. Michael, it's just it, it it's frustrating. I hear I hear the frustration in your voice, but it, this is where we're at. It um, is. And I am so not looking forward to this election. Well, again, we need we need some other alternative. I, I, I actually I've found that uh, obsession with Joe Biden last night heartbreaking. It's really it's because it's sad. There's nothing he can do about it. He's not doing anything wrong. 
but he's at 81 years old and looking forward to being president till he's 86. And then, I mean, and, 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 and people goodness. are upset that I didn't bring up that that uh, Trump has had his own you know share of flubs. And I think you you mentioned it briefly, too. I mean, neither of them is a spring chicken. Okay, no. So, yes. And neither, neither of them is a strong candidate. And that's uh, that's something fascinating to look at who's going to fill up that slot from no labels. Uh, we're, we're having on a number of guests today on the radio show. Uh, who are going to speculate about who that could be. Okay, and just remind our listeners where they can find you, Michael. Uh, they can find us michaelmedved.com, and uh, we are streaming live every day. Michael, we love you. Thank you. Thank I you. Appreciate, appreciate it. You. Thank you so much. And I, I, I do think you're preferable over a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate you, Michael. You know what? I appreciate you, my yeah. friend. No, you, you know what, Ursula? It's interesting. I waited. All this talk about the Biden administration and Joe Biden. I was waiting for my brother Michael to say something. I was waiting for the text line to say something. Do you know the only thing that was being bad said about Joe Biden is his age? Yes. Nobody says nothing else. You don't say nothing else. Like you don't talk about the economy. You don't talk about nothing else but him being old. Hunter. Oh, oh yeah, Hunter. That's right. Okay. Coming up next here on the GNRSA show, Mike Salk is going to join us to talk about the big game. We love it when he comes on. Do that next. GNRSA. Happy Fresh Friday to all of you. In just a couple of days, we're going to be talking all about the Super Bowl, or we're going to be having our friends over. We're talking about the Super Bowl today. Yes. And uh, for those of us who follow the Seahawks, is it really disappointing or less interesting that the Seahawks aren't in it, or is this Super Bowl just the same for you, interest level wise, um, no, as I'm very, any other year? I'm, I'm, I'm very interested, um, and the reason why I'm very interested because this Patrick Mahomes, who is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, he has been a starter for six seasons. Mm-hmm. He's been to the been to the Super Bowl. Four now four times in six seasons. He's been to the NFC Championship game all six times. Like we are witnessing. Greatness. We just had Tom Brady in the NFL, and now we are witnessing the same thing out of Patrick Mahomes. Also, I need the San Francisco 49ers to lose. If you're a Seahawks fan, you want the Niners to lose. Yeah. Now, right now, maybe you're listening right now, and you're a Seahawks fan. You tell me. You got that family member? You got that brother-in-law? You got that cousin that is a Niner fan? And you know how obnoxious they will be if they win? Nah. Okay, how that? Okay, is this whole 49ers hatred, is that kind of like how the Huskies feel about the Ducks? Is that just the same premise? Is yes. It, that, that, okay, so yes. it's like the yes. the biggest rival in our particular league? Yes, absolutely. You do not want, the one thing the that you want to be able to say, right, you want to look at the Niners and say, and the Cowboys, and let, and remind them, hey, reminder, you haven't won anything this century. <laughs> right? Let that sink in. You Aside from won. an NFC, NFC championship, right? 
you ever won the Super Bowl sure. this century. Like, you pride yourself. Like, the last time you wore, won a Super Bowl, Ursula was watching it with the VCR. Hey. <laughs> like, all of your stuff is on VCR. Uh-huh. Okay, it, you, you brought up Patrick Mahomes, who I have a very new... I, I, I'm a new fan for sure, yeah. but I started watching one of those uh, shows. The, it's called Quarterback. Yeah. I want to say it's on Netflix. You like those sports shows. I you do. always are watching because Last it, Chance You. You yeah, love that. You're exactly right. You love that. Why do you love that so much? Because it makes me more interested in the game because I see the stories. I'm I'm not as interested in the actual game itself. I'm more interested in the people and the stories. And then when you see... You know how how he trains, Pat Patrick Mahomes. It's not a fluke that that guy is so good. I mean, mm. he puts in the work. Yeah. He also has a, a, a dad. His dad was a, was it a baseball player? Yeah, baseball player. Mm-hmm. Just uh, got in trouble uh, just recently, but yeah, he was a baseball player, uh, championship pedigree, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is a, and that's the beauty when you start talking about sports, right? First of all, a lot of these young men and or women that play pro sports, they all worked ex- they work extremely hard. And it's almost like life. You can work extremely hard and still never get a payoff. Yeah, that's true. But you yeah, he, he's doing something right for sure. Okay, question, because I decided kind of last minute that I'm going to have a Super Bowl party. Okay. It's not a big one. But I still haven't I, I, I still haven't figured out what I'm going to serve. What is a must have in when it comes to food. You got to have chicken wings. For Super Bowl, well, excuse me, for big game parties, you have to have chicken wings. You got to have some type of chips, some kind of dip. Good, those, easy. those are the main staples. Yeah. And then if you um if you're like me and some you all you got to have some starch around there cuz you want people to get full fast. So have some dinner rolls around there, have some type of rice around there or something like that. So that's all I got. Just don't let, don't don't have people come over there and they're just eating burritos at people's house. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? You, you definitely don't want no burritos. You feel me? See, now I was going to make ch- I was going to make chili. I saw, oh, I was, no, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Ursula. Oh no. Without the beans though. Without the beans. <laughs> Chef, what's your recommendation? I only have wrong with like burritos, man. <laughs> it takes longer than the game for that to kick in, if remember that's what you're referring tips? to. Yeah, his yeah. tip said if you have to do anything beyond num- number one, go to, yeah, gas, go station. to the gas, gas station or go home. You know, you can use any bathroom in my house that you want. <laughs> I mean, honestly, me like food care. for me at the Super Bowl is is. I don't even think about it because I get so into the game. I'm just stress eating the entire time. So I stress eat my way through the game. Anything that's handheld, preferably doesn't require utensils. Uh, That's kind of key. Yeah, chips dip. That's that's sliders. So that was sliders are good. Sliders would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Two five three said hamburger sliders or ham and cheese sliders. Mm. I think I'm going to do that. I saw. I've seen it all over social media. You know where you. Use those Hawaiian rolls. Mm-hmm. Might have to do that. I mean, I would say barbecue, but like you would have to make so many ribs for a Super Bowl party. That's why I think, gee, I think you're right. Wings is good because they're relatively cheap. You can feed a crowd with them. The only problem is all that sauce on your. You got a new couch, don't you? Maybe not <laughs> with do. the chicken wings. It survived two parties already. I think I'm yeah. good. Wait <laughs> a minute. It has a few smudges. You were invited to both. 
Oh. Uh, Marie in Bellevue just texted in. It said, gee, I'm a Seahawks fan, and of course I'm rooting for the 49ers. Where's your West Coast pride? What? Huh? You can't. Ursula, you can't, you can't do that. Get that. I, I can I can root for the 49ers, no problem. No problem. What? Because I want to root against Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I would rather spoil oh, that storyline. I was trying than to get care about what's going on with the 49ers. Uh, no, wait. Are you are you kind of be again you being serious? Yeah. Like it would really bother you if the Kansas City Chiefs win because of its connection with Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh! All the headlines that are coming. It, it'd be like uh, it'd be like America crowning a homecoming king and queen on Super Bowl Sunday. Absolutely. Gee, right now there's a raging debate about whether Taylor Swift is the carbon emissions queen because. There's talk that she might be flying back from Japan where her, her concert is or mm-hmm. her tour is right now. Right. And she has a concert Friday night and she would have to leave right after the concert to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. And <gasps> she's going to be in her private jet. You realize there are more private airplane parking spaces available for the Super Bowl than there are parking spots for cars? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think you can get upset about just about anything. I, 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 I mean, think, there, there's legit, it's a legitimate thing to say, you know, yes, a private jet does cause a lot of carbon emissions, but there are a lot of people who use private jets. I'm not going to assume this. And, Chef, I'm not connecting this with you, okay? I believe that in the United States of America, I think that some people have a really hard time seeing a very successful woman. That's all I got. <clears throat> I think you're right. <laughs> Coming up next on the G and Ursula show in scenarios, find out what happens when her man's son is 31 years old and she has a problem. We'll talk about the next G and Ursula. is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. It is the G and Ursula Show. What's up, everybody? Happy Fresh Fridays to all of you. Ursula, I, you know what? You guys have helped Ursula yes. out. I think her menu is solidified. Yes. What is the final menu for, yes. for Big Game Sunday? I'm going to be serving lumpia. Okay. Which is a Filipino version of a spring roll. Okay. And I'm going to be, and it has meat and vegetables mm-hmm. in it, and uh, it's delicious, deep fried. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought several packages at a Filipino store, and I heard they were great. And okay. So I'm going to make that, and I'm going to serve it with pancit, another Filipino favorite, and rice, maybe. And then someone suggested Chinese spare ribs, or I was thinking Asian chicken wings. Then I get the chicken wings. Nice. Is there ever, does Long Live Mark, does he ever request anything? Does he ever say, hey, yes. uh, he loves this? It, he loves Italian food, but he is the most easygoing guy. He just appreciates anything. If it's homemade, it's yeah. especially appreciated. All right, let's get to this old scenario. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? 
My husband is an older gentleman who takes care of everything. He lets me concentrate on my dreams, and that's great. My friends warn me not to marry a guy who is 30 years older than me, but he is great. The problem is, is his son. We're both 31 years old. Yeah, you heard that right. I'm married to a guy who has a son my age. We could have graduated in the same year, and he's my son now. Here's the thing. This grown man, my stepson, is just living off his dad and now me. He has no job, no responsibility, and he lives with us, making a mess all over the house. It's like having an overgrown toddler in the house. So I confronted him, and that blew up. He cried to his dad, who, believe it or not, took his side. My husband tells me to cut him some slack because he's dealing with some things right now. Now I'm all over the place, and I do have empathy, but come on now. It's time for things to go forward. Come on, get some responsibility. The tension is so thick in this house that you can cut it with a knife. I need help with this. What is really the proper way to go about this? 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. Ursula, you up to bed first. Okay, the tension is thick right now, but you and your husband need to get on the same page. And um, if, if you believe in that whole idea of uh, unhappy spouse, unhappy house, mm-hmm. um, you guys need to be in um, coordination with each other, coming up with a plan, working with your son to get him out of there. Maybe now is not the right time, but um, set a deadline. Mm. Figure out the plan to, because it's it's only going to get worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm coming with a new philosophy on scenarios. What's that? I'm, I'm going all the way 1,000. I'm not sugarcoating it no more. In this case, look, lady, it's too late. You're in a situation. You got a 31-year-old stepson that's in the house not doing nothing, and your husband took their side. Good luck. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no getting out of this. What are, you, what are you talking about? Your husband took the side of a 31-year-old with no so you job. Do you think that's insurmountable? Yeah, you think that you it's can't too, way come too back late. From that? No. No, this is no, going to be I a disagree. problem in, because if he moves. I disagree moves, because he said there's, there's, sorry to, I no, I'm sorry, to interrupt, sorry, sorry. but there, there, he said there's a lot of issues or something, you know, sometimes people in their thirties, yeah. yeah, they stumble and they need help, but you still need a plan to get him out and you need to both agree on that. I wouldn't say that's, you're one and done. You made that mistake. I'm not ready the, to give up on the marriage the husband, yet. The husband is 30 years older than you. He does not value your opinion like you think. Oh, that's a, right. I a man that. 30 years older than someone, most men we know that I know are not going to take the advice of someone else, especially when it has to do with their child. It's too late, lady. I'm sorry. Did this lady say that she had a job? Because it said that, uh, what, her older spouse is funding her ability to, quote, follow her dreams, which from her letter sounds like is about, what, uh, hanging out with a really rich older guy and having her take care of him. What's the difference between him and you? The fact that, like, you clean up and you have conjugal duties? Because you're still getting taken care of, too. So, I don't know. You tr- Look, any, th- any 31-year-old layabout, like, regardless of whether you're going through something, yeah, you need to figure it out. But, like, what do you bring into the table, lady? Seriously. Did I miss something in that scenario? What'd you miss? Did they're I married, miss, right? Yeah, they're married. Yes. But the big the, the big problem is that there's an age difference. 
No, is it's she, that her, the son, who's the, the same son age, is thirty-one, has the same work ethic that she does. She's lazy too. Well, no, she follows her dreams. She's following her dreams, and yeah. he's allowing. That's an that. Instagram hashtag. That's yeah. not a job. <laughs> wow, I did, I did that's miss funny. that part. I did that miss was, that part. That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> This lady's mad because she knows the son's going to get part of the inheritance, and she has to deal with his butt around the house. Deal with it, lady. This came with the package. Sorry. That's Now, that sounds like it's going to be a miserable union for the rest of however long it lasts. That's what I'm saying. Like, something's ain't going to be fixed. Nick? Well, when I heard about the age gap between the two dating, on top of the son being nearly the same age as the lady, it made the answer easy for the top. Gee, you got a point. If the dad is seeing someone who's his son's age on top of living with the son to add to the pile, there's not much chance to see any change. Get ready for the two to be sticking around for the long run. I mean, you could, you could try and pull off a miracle, but uh, you're going to have a full house over there. Okay, so it sounds like maybe this guy likes to have people hanging on to him for dear life, likes to have people dependent on him. That's the way he feels needed or whatever it is. And so he's got two people depending on him. And that's the way he likes it. That's that's an issue. My mom would say this. Sometimes, you, some of you guys have heard this before, you pay the cost to be the boss. Yeah. People that are usually in charge and make all the money for the household usually make 100% of the decisions Ugh. of what goes on in the household. Hmm. How this- many adults pay their kids' cell phones bills who are still adults just so they can have a say over things in their life? I'm going to stop paying your cell phone bill if you don't. Okay. I might be a sen- in scenarios in about a year. You know why? You still I just found out. No, 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 no. No, What'd we're not. But I just out? found out mm-hmm. that our youngest asked, he's, his lease is about to come up, and he said, hey, would it be okay? I'm thinking about moving back, if that's okay with you guys. I'm like, Are you, you know my answer. I'm like, oh, hello. He said he doesn't feel like he can save fast enough. Eric, sounds exactly like me. Trying to tell you this, player. I see you, Nick. Yeah, I made that same move last year, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'll say that. And I'll tell you what, I really enjoy it. But yeah, he's still making that decision. But, 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 Nick, how much better do you feel, man? I mean, I can just take a look at my bank account, and you can see, you know, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Come on. All right. Uh, 11 o'clock hour is coming up. We're going to get some agree to disagree. And at 1130, Mike Salk is going to join us to talk about the big game. Gino, so-